everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. So we have a yearly tradition, annual tradition of having the Senior Director of Content Strategy at UpTV with us here, Chrissy Miller. Chrissy, thank you so much for coming back. And talk oh, with thank us. you for having me. This is like my favorite time of year and it's, it's my favorite thing I do all year. So I'm so excited to be back. Yay. So much fun. And I'm film critic Grace Wagner and Bree's here. Hello, everyone. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so we are, have been, had a lot of fun covering up to be this year. And uh, especially because we've been, we just finished up uh, Heartland. So that uh, is uh, been a, a, you know, a fun journey for me and Michelle. <laughs> and uh, they had a lot of fun movies. You know, last year for, for uh, Christmas, they had one of my favorite movies like ever uh for christmas movie tv christmas movie with christmas on fifth avenue i absolutely loved that movie i was screaming because i love the book by sarah morgan i was like guys they're making like one of my favorite romances ever into a movie and so we all watched it and everybody it never happens where we all love a movie yeah (laughs) adore it's so good i watched that movie and i was like i have to have this immediately (laughs) i liked it so much that i contacted emily the the our up contact and and said can we have uh can we have catherine and olivia on the podcast which i normally i would do that before a movie not after movie uh aired but i was just like this is so good yeah so good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well you'll be glad to know they're both back on, yes. on our schedule this year <laughs> we'll be so excited to talk about that uh so did uh, well, let's talk f- first about some of the other stuff that you all are doing uh this season so you have the small time christmas show that's this now the second season mm-hmm. yes uh, that you're doing and- that yeah, that's uh, uh, four episodes for the season. Megan Alexander is back. She is absolutely adorable. Going around to different small towns in America. Really fun ones this year. We have a harvest special that's being filmed in LJ. You know, so it's a little pumpkin, but she's going to have a little tease for Christmas at the end. And then mm-hmm. um, she's going to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which if you've never been at Christmas time, Gorgeous. it's amazing. And it looks like Christmas threw up all over that town. It is absolutely stunning. <laughs> and then she's going to place called North Pole like she is going to North Pole Alaska, Alaska. so we're really excited to see that and then um, Frostburg Maryland where they have something called the Elf Olympics which I am uh, so excited for <laughs> I feel like this is an up TV movie yeah like coming down the line <laughs> yeah, that, that... you're on the same page is exactly what I said <laughs> Yeah, the, the, this show is really you guys doing uh, like reconnaissance for your upcoming yeah. Christmas slates. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us like, how did you all find these locations? Because last year was my first time seeing it and it was adorable. I think they were in Branson, which yes. I'm like an hour away from, Br- I'm, I was born like an hour away from Branson. And I'm like, how are they finding these places? <laughs> You know, it's it's all down to Megan. She really does her research. She loves the small town Christmas vibe and she really, really puts in the work and the research and she has it all planned out. And it's so refreshing to talk to someone who is so excited about what they do yeah. and talking to her about the show is she is just absolutely like she's so gung-ho and her whole Pigeon Forge plan in, involves Dollywood, which I'm like, sign me up anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, she's she's really a hard worker and she's such such a, a sweet and excited. She just loves Christmas, which yeah. is so fun. That's cute. Uh, well, you also have some low singing coming up because you got Josh Turner doing a special. That's fun. 
It is, and it's um, it's a lovely special. It's very Christmassy. He brings his family on stage at one point, and they're all just as, as adorable as he is. He's doing some old favorites, some uh, some Christmas carols you know and love, and he has um, a new a new Christmas song. That's the title of the special, which is King Size Manger. So we're very excited about that. We're that's in um, partnership with the Gaithers, and we've gotten some really great specials from them this year. And this is just one more to add. Can I ask a quick question before we start talking the movies? Yes. So like one thing Rachel and I and Megan talked about when we did the preview is like, you know, all these networks are jumping in on the Christmas, the holiday romances, right? On, on film. How, for anyone that is like new, because there's a ton of new like romance readers and romance watchers. If someone's new to Up TV, how would you like describe like what they can expect from like your holiday lineup? Like what would be your pitch? Like someone that's new to watching any of the networks, but specifically up TV, what would you say? That's what do you think you have different? (laughs) Yeah, we really pride on ourselves on, on offering a really different slate. I think you'll find a lot more diversity in our Christmas movies, find a lot of different stories. And and we'll talk about that more like yeah, you're going to get a romance. Who doesn't love an HEA? Like at the end of the day, we're all there for the happily ever after, especially at Christmas time. But we like to deliver a little heart, a little comedy, a little yeah. fun. Yeah. We really like to inject that into the into the season. So I hope that when people find us and they come to us, that we are giving them something like really outside of the norm that they're seeing on, you know, Hallmark or Lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's I feel I like <laughs> that you're really like embracing this sort of Santa, Santa magic, yeah. Santa, which is nice because we don't get that from Hallmark hardly at all. Yeah, we love the magic of the season mm-hmm. and the, the specialists of the season. Like, I feel like I'm filled with wide-eyed wonder, like for two months of the yeah. year. So I love, I love to have that come through in our movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we dive into that, you have the Gilmore, the merrier, for Thanksgiving week, every episode plus the movies. Uh, So what do you think makes Gilmore Girls so uh, um, stands the test of time? It's, it is an amazing testament to the fabulous writing that that show provides. I mean, the writing on that show is absolutely outer limits and they've done, they did such a good job putting in old pop culture references with new pop culture references and the multi-generational storyline, the quirky characters, I think they speak to the everyone. You just like it. It's, it's, it's comfort food right now. Like I think everybody rewatches it in the fall anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> true. Like, the characters are great. The acting is great. You just, you loved and you love to pick it apart now. Like you've seen it 900 times and now we just love picking it apart, but in a loving, like, like uh irreverent mm-hmm. way just you know I think that that's why the fans keep coming back and I think that women who now have children who grew up with Gilmore Girls and now have children who are also growing up are showing it to their daughters yeah. uh, my daughter's 13 and she just started watching and it's it's just really fun to, to mm-hmm. watch with her and and experience it with her. And it's true. Your perspective does change. Uh, Cause I've, I've always said that, you know, you're an adult when you realize Emily Gilmore is the best character <laughs> on the show. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause at yeah. first you're like, Oh, Emily. And then you get older and you're like, Emily was right. 100% of the time. Like, yeah. She's all right. 
exactly. It's, just, it's so <laughs> funny. And this year, uh, I'm excited. We're, we're hosted by Michael Winter, who played Taylor Dozy on the show. Oh, and I got a chance to interview him for um, a Facebook Live that'll be going live the week of Gilmore the Merrier. And um, he's an absolute doll. And he's like... The way he knows that character is incredible because we asked him some fun questions about how Taylor would handle certain things. And he was like, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> just like, just a treat. So I, I'm excited for everybody to get a little bit of, uh, of extra Taylor this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Very good. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Well, let's dive in uh, these 17 films and let's talk about them. So we start, your season starts on the 4th of November with an uh, unperfect Christmas wish. Mm -hmm. And uh, this uh, is... This is Madison O'Hara performs as a singing elf for Christmas parties with her best friend Cooper, but her real dream is to be a singer songwriter to find the perfect and to find the perfect man. So we're talking about friends to lovers, I think in this, is that right? Friends to lovers. Absolutely. Yes. I know. I love a friends to lovers. It's one of my favorite tropes. You know, he's a best friend. He's always there. (laughs) She's like, I need the perfect man. And he's like, I'm right here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's David Pinard and he's, uh, you know, he's adorable. I think he's absolutely precious. If anybody doesn't know, he's in like, our movie, Rock and Roll Christmas. He's done a few episodes of The Boys. Um, he's actually an actual musician as well. Um, so that'll come through in the movie. But yeah, mm-hmm. Friends to Lovers and just a sweet, again, with that magic of Santa and the season. And yeah, it's a good one. Very good. We have Christmas in the Pines on the 5th. And this is as an up and coming magazine writer and successful architect battle over ownership of an idyllic Christmas cottage. They soon discover that their cozy holiday getaway may not be the only thing they love. (laughs) Very good job on these summaries. (laughs) Way to go. (laughs) So this Uh, one is for our enemies to lovers fans. mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It's fun because they both show up. And then one of those things that could only happen in the movies, it's like, hey, I rented this place. No, I rented this place. And they're like, uh-huh. well, the first person to leave loses the right to stay. So they both well, decide. To they stay. like own it, evidently. Yeah, so they they like ownership. <laughs> actually bought the same house. <laughs> Again, it's movie magic. We go with it. It's we- for romance purposes. Okay, you guys. <laughs> right? you know, do I believe that fairies exist? Not exactly, but I'm here to read about them. Right. So, yeah, right. you know, 
we're we're all just leaning into the magic of the season and uh you know julia murray's in lots of mow she's in the upcoming ya way ya novel adaptation um uglies i don't know if anybody has read that but it's, oh yeah uh, that's on disney plus right yeah yeah, yeah. so she's Cool. That. And um, Dean Geyer, who's in Glee, a Ring for Christmas, which is uh, on up this holiday season. Mm-hmm. So both very, very sweet, very charming. And again, enemies to lovers, which is always yeah. a fun one. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we have Christmas Masquerade. Mm-hmm. This is when Julie Julianne is mistaken for her glamorous boss at a masquerade ball by a notoriously aloof businessman. She continues the ruse over Christmas. Will she be able to find real love in the makeshift fairy tale world they've created? And I have to tell you, this is one of my least favorite tropes. Of, you lied to me all this time. How dare you? <laughs> but it can be done well. And it can be, and I love Corey Lee. I kind of wish she was the lead, but um, but I, I'm excited to see her. Um yeah what do you what do you what's it's the, you know it's it's a cute charming it, it is it's that mistaken identity <laughs> how did you lie to me absolutely you're hitting all the tropes <laughs> right on the head yeah. but it's a beautiful movie and uh-huh. uh Aaron Augustino and David LaFontaine are, are they have good chemistry they're charming yeah. in it so hopefully it won't uh it won't kill yeah it's it's gonna be your favorite wife revived your faith in the the you lied to me trip (laughs) is coming out on my birthday so i know where i'll be with a glass of wine the christmas retreat when kim's boyfriend breaks up with her instead of proposing her mom whisks her away to a christmas retreat where she meets the owner's unemployed brother mark but will they be able to see past the mistakes neither one wants to admit and let the magic of the season connect them? Yeah. Ooh, yes. yes. <laughs> <We> retreat. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like a little, this one's one of the, uh, mine is away for Christmas. Like people who like don't stay home, but they have to go somewhere else completely different for Christmas, which is not something I've ever done. I like that that provides a little bit of a different thing. And again, it's a beautiful movie. Brandon Fish yeah. is She's lovely and she's fun. And um, we had her on just recently and she hyped this. Yeah. She was very excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel was like, if she doesn't sell you on this movie, it's a problem with you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And Clayton James from Winkles Art, he's he's so cute. Like they're just, they're just cute. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she hyped it. Oh yeah. Like she was like, this is my favorite movie I've ever done. Oh, yay. We we actually had somebody write in because we had um, one of her movies. Oh, Sweet as Pie was on earlier this year. And somebody wrote in and was like, I love that actress so much. <laughs> I was like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> You're yeah. so cute. Okay, the next one is one I think we're all three super excited for, A Tiny Home Christmas. In order to save her family's contracting business, Blair reluctantly teams up with her ex-boyfriend and former co-star of a hit home design reality show to build a tiny home for the unsheltered in the community, rekindling old sparks in the process and just in time for Christmas. Yes. Ooh, we love a second yeah. chance. <laughs> yeah, second chance romance. Love it. Here for it. And it's, you know, it was kind of one of those things where they're they're kind of a you think of them as like a Jib and Jojo S kind of home rebuilders. Um, and then something happens, she moves back home and she sees this um homeless problem in her community, and she's like, We have this construction business, I know how to do this. 
let's put those things together and, and really try to solve it in time for the holidays. And it's, I think it's a very sweet, special story. I love the message that it sends to help out your community and put what you know how to do to, to practice yeah. And, yeah. and help someone, which is really fantastic. It's really um, something that we get behind it up um, with our Uplift Someone campaign. And just, you know, I think this really hits the nail on the head for us um, at the holiday season. And Rebecca Dalton <clears throat> is absolutely like a, oh my gosh, she's so darn cute. And she's in, um, like she's in our uh, ooh, uh, Christmas in Paris. She was in Spinning Out. She was in The Good Witch. And she's just like, she's just kind of one of those people who are like, are you too adorable to be a person? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah she was in, the, it was a Santa one last year maybe it was lifetime this this yeah it was lifetime she was one one called the santa squad that i really actually enjoyed that was a big (laughs) surprise yeah she's great well when we when we did the preview we were talking kind of like i personally feel like if like a a beginner's guide to christmas romance on tv i would just immediately point people to up and i feel like you would not see a tiny home Christmas anywhere else. Like it's just, there's always a project in Christmas movies, right? Like there's always a help fix the town yeah. or something, but you would never see anybody else do this. And I just think it's so sweet. And that's like, this is what makes the network really special. I just mm-hmm. think if somebody's new to it. Like this is where you should start. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. get those relatable characters and like projects and stuff that you're not going to see on any of the other networks. So like, I'm super stoked for this. And I love tiny home TV. Yeah. So. It's so cute. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't yeah. you do a tiny home Christmas? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm sold. Title alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really clever idea. I, yeah. you know, I have to say one more thing about the Santa squad that I will, it was the funniest <laughs> thing. So I, I always say that that anytime you have a, like a colored tree, like a white tree or like a silver tree or something like that, that's like villain, you know, in a Christmas movie. And <laughs> oh my God, you're the right. Lady, the lady in that movie makes the, the, like the wrong woman. She, she like puts up this tree and it's a giant white tree with like, it looked pretty. It was nice. And everybody's just like, poor, <laughs> right. Rachel, you know, like the smallest things, but like are so important at the same time. <laughs> I, I so she comes in and she makes it all right and gets like a real tree and that's green and yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> now I'm going to be paying attention like all season long. Yes. Like, who has the white tree? Oh, yeah. it's the wrong girl. Oh, that girl's the not wrong right, girl right. or it's like at a, at business which is usually bad in these movies oh, yeah, yeah. So have yeah. Like white like, trees. like the big the big business like the big box <laughs> store that's coming in to ruin the town yeah yeah and your white trees <laughs> <In> your white <laughs> tree <laughs> silver <laughs> anyway uh- hey this is david from the piecing it together podcast a podcast about movies and the movies that inspire them for over four years each week a guest and I take a look at a new movie through the lens of what other movies we think were either an influence or connect in some other way. It's a fun, unique way to discuss films that leads to a great list of other movies to check out that either explore the same themes and ideas or maybe utilize similar filmmaking techniques. 
including special episodes in our side series that twist the format. We've done over 200 episodes, so there's bound to be one on a film you've been thinking about and want to dig deeper into. So check us out on all the major podcasting apps and at piecingpod.com. The picture of Christmas Nexus is on November the 13th. An aspiring storybook illustrator in Manhattan returns home after inheriting her grandmother's Christmas tree farm. Inspired by the magic of Christmas and the farm's handsome caretaker, she is reminded of the things she once wanted in life. Yeah, this one's this is this one's kind of different. It's a different spin on the I'm coming home to sell the family farm because she does. She is trying to sell the family farm. <laughs> um, make no mistake. She's trying to sell that farm. It, it's she doesn't really want to like you, she's hesitant from the from the get go. It's her grandmother's place. She, it's coming home for Christmas. It's, you know, finding that place that you didn't remember meant so much to you. Um, and there is an adorably precocious child involved uh-huh. in all of this. <laughs> um, and, and- she this aspiring storybook illustrator and she writes this beautiful Christmas book with the illustrations and it's um it's a lovely story and handsome and so, caretaker so yeah. handsome. he's so handsome like he's got that dark broody thing but he's also very charming and likable Christmas is is a heartwarming is a heartwarming one yeah I'm excited for Chelsea and, and Giles yeah yeah yeah, they're both, and they have great chemistry in this. And yeah, I always look for, I, I'm all, I'm a big fan of good chemistry. I'm like, oh, yeah. if they don't seem to like each other. What are we doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So then we have on the 19th, we have the holiday swap. And this is two, when two strangers mistakenly pick up the wrong piece of luggage at the airport, each must use the intriguing contents within to track down the other's whereabouts in time for Christmas. This sounds really fun to me. Yeah, it does. Fun. A, it, this one's funny because the, the log line doesn't really give you that it's, um, this is second chance romance because when she comes back, she's coming home and visit her best friend. And then, you know, her old boyfriend's there. She has this wrong luggage. She can't charge anything. She's a workaholic, of course. Um, and she can't charge anything. She can't do anything, but she has this suitcase and she, opens it up and there's a novel inside and she reads it and she's like, I have to find out who this is. And she finds out that it's a book by a writer that no one knows the identity of. So um, there's a fun little mystery tucked in there. I also like the structure of this one is a lot of fun because you get, you get both of their perspectives. You get her perspective and you get his perspective. And it's, it's really like fun. It's that the structure of this one, oh, it's based on a book by Melissa Hill. So the book was oh. called The Holiday Switch. Okay, cool. For all of, for all of our readers. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So then we have a Christmas Lucky Charm. And this is every boyfriend Jessica's had found the love of his life right after he dated her. Just as Jessica leans into her unlucky love life and swears off dating for the Christmas season, a handsome gallery owner moves in across the street. Wouldn't we all be so lucky to have a right. gallery owner? <laughs> it's right, right? Where do you live that all of a sudden yeah. just happens to move in across the street? Again, it's movie magic because yeah. of, course, of course a handsome gallery owner and his very handsome business partner move mm, in across yeah. the street. This one's really sweet. It's it's um a good good old-fashioned Christmas romance. She swears off dating. They do some fake dating, which I am a big fan yes. of. Yeah. I love fake dating so much. Um, <laughs> he 
you can see it coming a mile away, but it's always it's always so comforting. So they they decide to to be each other's Christmas dates for the season and eventually fall in love. Lead actress in this, uh, um, Sujinya Sri is so adorable. She she hasn't done a ton. Um, she just had a little stint on The Handmaid's Tale that was really good. She is kind of new, and I I think she's absolutely stunning to look at. Like she's yeah, just, and Adrian Spencer does this like sweet, charming boy next door so, so well. Um, if you just finished your Heartland uh, binge, then you'll, mm-hmm. you'll know, old, you'll yep. know old Cooper from Heartland. <laughs> um, yep. but yeah, I, I like this one. It's just a, a fun comfort watch, a nice, sweet love story. And it sounds but, so realistic. Like how many girls or how many women can look at their love life and be like, dang it. Every guy I've dated is like married now and I'm still single. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's like good right? luck, Chuck, but for Christmas, right? And then the fantasy pops in because, like, a really hot guy moves in, you know, a really hot guy who's like insta, it's like insta love, like, yeah, attracted to her. He's like, Of course, I want to date you. Some fun complications that come up, though. The one fun thing about this story also is that she keeps making the wedding cakes for her like old boyfriend's weddings, which is hilarious. She's <laughs> a uh, moment in the movie, I won't give it away, but yeah. there's a the cake in the movie so it's a, all it's right a- <laughs> so then we have christmas in the wilds and this is buck and jessica's merry little christmas together takes a dangerous turn when their journey through the wild turns into a battle for survival so yeah. this sounds pretty intense it's an adventurous uh, christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> This one is um, a sequel of sorts. Uh, We had a movie on last year called Romance in the Wilds. And this is a sequel of sorts to to Romance in the Wilds. It's the same characters, um, Buck and Jessica. Now they're together, but some lost in the wilderness, some snowmobiling, you know, some danger with a little, you know, Christmas. It's it's very different. It's very, very different for a Christmas movie because you are getting a lot more um, danger with your romance. But it's a What was the first one called? Romance in the wilds. Romance in the wilds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, we again another Heartland actress yeah. with Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah. And yep. uh, we, you know, we've had Justin uh, Dyke in the podcast, the director. He's great. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, and so I, I think I'm looking forward to it. I will have to watch yeah. that other one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Well, on December third, we have Christmas on the slopes with Rachel this has your Olivier in it okay (laughs) after a disappointing restaurant opening and this is one that we had questions yeah we have questions (laughs) after a disappointing restaurant opening and an embarrassing breakup a celebrity chef takes her first real Christmas vacation when she wanders into the kitchen at a luxury resort and is mistaken for the sous chef by the handsome but grouchy head chef their chemistry sparks a holiday romance but will everything blow up when the head chef learns the truth about her okay take it away Rachel (laughs) The question is, if she's a celebrity chef, why doesn't he know who she is? We need to know. Very good question. And it is also a question that I asked. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. What we get from the movie is that she is kind of a recent celebrity chef. Um, So not like Rachel Ray or... Not like Bobby Flay. Like walking in there. Right. And he is very 
smug and international. So <laughs> you kind of have to make the leap that he has never heard of her because he's smug and grouchy and international and that she's up and coming celebrity, like kind of on the fringes. So okay. again, I feel like Olivier is going to play the heck out of her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mug yeah. and grouchy and french and just <laughs> love it he's love so it good. he's adorable and yeah. he's so fun yeah so handsome yeah. So well, on the on the fourth we have christmas on the rock so a ski lodge event manager's task of hosts hosting a corporate christmas party goes awry when the resort is cut off by a snowstorm and the hard to please ceo turns out to be an old flame mm, yes yeah, come back with yeah. our second chance romance, kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and John McLaren, he's in two movies. He is season. in two movies this season, yeah. um, which uh, is a little bit accidental on our part, but <laughs> but he's but he's good, so I, I don't uh-huh. mind it at all. Um, yeah. You know, this is another one of ours that's um, just a good old fashioned romance. You know, second chance romance. It's um, you know, it's a part of this Christmas in the Slopes weekend, which we have a lot of ski lodges yeah, i was just gonna say that a lot of lodging going a on lot of lodging happening um on up and i didn't get to visit a single one of them <laughs> a shame but Poor planning it, on your part i know right next year i really need to go to more i feel like up is just capitalizing on the fact that we've all been inside for a very long time and we need to venture out <laughs> and speaking I, I like- of venture Okay, our next one on the 10th. Okay, Rachel shared her hard to sell trope. This one is mine, okay? A royal Christmas match. I'm not the biggest royal person, but I will watch the movies. Okay, Princess Camille travels to America to create a cross-cultural college exchange program and falls for Professor Rhett. But when she discovers he was hired by her father to escort her, i.e. babysit her, she wonders if he cares more about her or his career. I mean, I'm intrigued. I, I will mean, be he, watching. <laughs> he, uh, first daughter with Katie Holmes when she finds out that, you know, Riley Finn from right. Buffy, yeah. so Mark Lucas, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark Lucas is in Only I, pull out Buffy references right now. <laughs> well, I'm really happy for jo- Jordana Largi. Uh, she's great. We've had her on the pod and uh, just cool to, for her to get a lead. And yeah. uh, Matthew McCall. That's so I, I'm most excited about that aspect of this movie. Yeah, the, the two leads are great. I, I think, uh, you know, it, it gets to the point where like, are we tiring out this royal, this royal trope? Enough people who really love a royal, a royal yeah. trope and a, a royal thing. So, and this one's a, a fun romance. It's, it's one of, maybe it combines your two least favorites between you, the how could you? <laughs> <laughs> But I hope that the charm of it gets you past it. (laughs) We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. 
There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. And I love that he's a professor and I love that it's got, you know, the college <laughs> setting right? and, and all of that. His so. name is Rhett. Mm-hmm. His name yeah. is Rhett. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a 1980s romance novel hero, okay? <laughs> a lot of flowing hair. And... <laughs> oh, Rachel, you have the fun one I know. coming up. <laughs> Santa's got style on the 11th. And it's when department store executive Madison is charged with coming up with a fresh idea for the holiday season. She decides that instead of a classic Santa this year, they'd hire a young Santa with lots of fashionable styles. But when she has difficulty finding the perfect model, her longtime best friend, Ethan, who has been in love with her for years, which summary writer, we don't need you to say that. We got it. Um, Throws on a beard and disguises himself as the Santa of her dreams. I need a poster with the photo that we saw of this Santa. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't have a Santa of your dreams? I mean, who doesn't, right? right. (laughs) I need a Up TV Santa's Got Style sweatshirt to wear throughout the season. Okay. I really do. Oh my gosh. Let me see if I can make that happen. Okay. one I just loved it from concept it was pitched um and concept and I was like yes I like I have no other questions I have no follow-up questions 10 out of 10 let's do it um yes based on a real thing they did in Canada and you can google like their like (laughs) sexy Santa from Canada in the past couple of years um it's so funny it's just so funny and it's really They've leaned into the comedy. They've leaned into like the Mrs. Doubtfire mistaken identity. He has to put on like a fake like cheeks and beard and hair. So he's not recognizable to her. And he pulls it off. Like I have never seen. The suits are beautiful. Like absolutely beautiful. Um, This was just, it's just so much fun. And I can't wait. And Catherine's just so. Uh so lovely and so adorable and Franco the same just both of them are great and they're great together and if you uh if you look closely you might see a certain person in the background of the fashion show scene that um unless I got cut because I was talking instead of mouthing (laughs) you're not allowed to speak so (laughs) so just me floating back back there awkwardly yeah (laughs) Well, and this one has female writer and director, which is awesome. Yes. Yes. We love a a moment like that. Um, I'm actually meeting with this writer in a couple of weeks to talk through some, some stuff for next Christmas. I love the way she writes. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's contemporary. It's really fresh. So yeah. I'm I feel like so we need excited. to get her on the podcast, Rachel. Yes. We need to get her on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally like yeah. make the connection. She would okay. be great. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. We'll do it. Uh, all right. So then we have Sappy Holiday. Uh, and this is stranded in small town after her car breaks down. Joy meets the charming James, a local trying to save his family's maple farm, which we were saying in our preview that that sounds a little fall harvesty to us. That's the only maple farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently maple season in this information that uh working as a person who does Christmas all year round (laughs) um and you didn't need you didn't know you needed to know it (laughs) (laughs) 
winter. Maple does sound very fallish. Yeah. Um, but the movie does look very, very Christmassy. Um, and think, think uh, maple lattes on Christmas morning. Oh my yeah. gosh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> you sound like the heroine in one of these movies, like somebody whose job is to do Christmas all year yeah. and like all the random tidbit facts that like nobody else but you would need to know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, why do I know that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I felt covering Heartland for two years. <laughs> I oh know God. all this stuff about horses. And I'm like, how did I know that? I'm like, oh, that <laughs> one's a bronc. That's not a, that's not a jumper. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to know this for my life, but here we are. <laughs> Knowing yep. too much about horses and maple farms. <laughs> uh, all right. And then we have an eclectic Christmas. And this is when a small town vintage store owner leaves instructions in her will for inventory to be distributed as Christmas gifts. Her out of town niece seeks help from a handsome local in identifying recipients from the clues provided. So this sounds pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always love busybody matchmakers from beyond the grave, <laughs> meddling in your life <laughs> still, even though they yes. passed on. <laughs> They're just there. They're like, I just know my niece is lonely. <laughs> yeah. In need of love. Um, yeah, this one, it's small town charm. It's vintagey charm. It's eclectic charm. It's, um, you know, it's mm-hmm. a it's another sweet little romance and a little mystery injected in there yeah. with the clues. And she's trying to figure out what goes to who. It's, it's a good one. I like this one. <laughs> All right, well, you want to finish it off? I got it. So okay. on the 24th, we have the snowball effect. <laughs> this is the one we had questions about, Rachel. Okay, hear us out. Rival meteorologists tracking a massive snowstorm in the town of Mistletoe must work together to get home in time for Christmas. So here's why, here's the questions. So they're in a different place than Mistletoe, but they both happen to be, have Mistletoe as their home? They're rival meteorologists somewhere else where they have to travel to mistletoe. Yeah, if I'm remembering this, which is their home. Yes, they have to travel to mistletoe. Okay, so they just happen to live in like another city and be rival meteorologists that are both from mistletoe. But there's they're in mistletoe covering the snowstorm and they're trying to get home. So yes, they're oh Oh, we thought mistletoe. mistletoe. We thought mistletoe was the home. Right. No, they mistletoe. were trying to get home to mistletoe. Yeah. Yes. Okay. If I'm Got remembering it. this one correctly, it's 17 <laughs> movies. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> now this really must be a massive snowstorm that like they, they literally left their homes where their yeah. rival meteorologists yes. and went to mistletoe to cover the storm. It's so big. You can't get scooped on a snowstorm. like <laughs> For romance purposes, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, you're not going to win the meteorologist of the year award by sitting around. Yeah. I don't know that that's a real thing, but like, <laughs> it, should <be>. it should be. <laughs> okay. We had, we had questions for this last one too. Like we're all yeah. like, just thinking this is going to be like our favorite out of the bunch, but we had a lot of questions <laughs> like, okay. Christmas in Wolf Creek, Christmas in Wolf Creek. When a runaway reindeer threatens the annual Christmas play. A struggling couple must work together to save Christmas for the town and each other. Yes. Uh, is it the runaway reindeer? Well, see, is the runaway, is the reindeer in the Christmas play? Is that, and, and so they, they're trying to save the Christmas play. And what does the reindeer have to do with the play? 
the reindeer's part of the play and the reindeer runs away. So, so they have to find the reindeer. Okay. And there's only one reindeer. Yeah. How many do you in need? the whole town? <laughs> this is our question. Like, and if okay. they don't have the reindeer in the play, the play is ruined and Christmas is ruined. Absolutely. <laughs> this makes you, you want to watch it even more. If you don't have a reindeer that it blows up Christmas. It's completely done. You're not Love having it. the best Christmas of your life. This one is actually, this one's actually based on a, um, is another sequel, non-sequel. Um, we're actually airing Love and Wolf Creek next Sunday. Oh, <laughs> okay. So Love and Wolf Creek will premiere with the same cast and then Christmas and Wolf Creek at the end of December. Oh, which we were like big missed opportunity to not have reindeer in the title. Right. It makes, yeah, yeah. Runaway yeah. reindeer. I mean that. Yeah. Runaway reindeer. Like just, just call it runaway reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not tuning into that? I mean, I, I like I like this one because Tim Roseon, when I got this movie, I was like, oh my God, it's Mutt from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so excited. So excited. Um yeah, it's it's a it's cute. It's. <laughs> I thought of like that kid movie, like Prancer, where like yes. the one reindeer gets stuck. You know, I'm like okay, so Prancer stayed, and he's part of the play, <laughs> and then he runs away, and then he runs away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you only need one reindeer. You I only mean, need but, one. But really, they they should learn for next year to hedge their bets and get two. <laughs> two reindeer. I mean, I just love that this town is so invested in local theater. I think that's great. <laughs> it's really, it's really it's gonna ruin Christmas if they if the play. Absolutely going to ruin Christmas <laughs> if the reindeer isn't there. Yeah. That's your typical romance. Like that's one I don't think people have explored enough is how reindeers can ruin Christmas for someone. <laughs> I think this lineup is so much fun. We have runaway reindeer, sexy Santas. <laughs> We have everything, okay? Rival meteorologists. Yeah. <laughs> elves. Beginner's elves. Guide to Made-for-TV Christmas Movies Up TV, okay? <laughs> this is it. This is right point, people. This is fun. I'm so yep. excited. We're here to give you everything. <laughs> really, we want to well, give it all to you. <laughs> we sure appreciate it. This has yes. been super fun talking with you about your upcoming slate and <laughs> Uh, we we appreciate you coming on the pod and uh so uh, and people can make sure to check out up tv this season it's it's going to be super fun and uh, i don't know if you have social media or anything like that you want to share or anything you know of our website uptv.com you can download our app which is the um up tv movie app it's uh you can find it on in the app store and it's fun because you can set reminders for that we should be adding some some fun other things to it so that you can set reminders for things like gilmore the merrier and the josh turner special as well um and then you can find us on facebook on instagram follow us like us in the facebook we have some fun facebook lives coming up um one just posted today for a movie and then we'll do one with Michael Winter in um in November for Gilmore the Merrier mm-hmm. so very exciting stuff okay I'm just saying for next year at least I need a this is my up tv Christmas movie watching sweatshirt okay I need I to be able to buy it, it. <laughs> from the it. Free. I'm here for it, I'm <laughs> it send us the swag come on I mean listen <laughs> 
I'll see what we have. Thank you. Okay. I'll, put that, I'll put that in. I'm like, I, I know at least several people who will buy this sweatshirt. I will buy a couple just for myself. Okay. So. Everyone needs a cozy sweatshirt for watching. So how can people find you, Brie? I am on Instagram at Brie.unabashedly. And I recently changed my Twitter to Brie Unabashedly too, to make it easier for people to find me. So you can find me there. Very good. And now you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot, especially in this holiday season. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. We can get tons of new festive designs. So take a look at that. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And to Chrissy, and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Merry Christmas.